here we are again. It's Mike. And Mary. And guess what? It must be Monday. With Mike and Mary. Welcome to the podcast, gang. If you're listening just by yourself, it's the three of us. But maybe you're sharing this with a whole gang of people. And we want to thank you for doing that. Ooh, that's a good thought. This is our chance to reflect back on this week's coaching calls and share with you some of the highlights that we hope will help you make more money and have a better life and a better business. So we reflect back on Pareto techniques and ask the experts and pick things that we think will apply. Pareto techniques first? Yeah, this, this might be kind of somber, but oh. I think it's a good warning. It's a good admonition. It's a good words to live by. Okay. You know, we've had folks in our, in our circle who've experienced loss. Yes. And when you reflect back on the people you lose, because we all do, I think it's pretty common to think, I wish I'd have spent more time with them. And somebody said yesterday, you can make money, but you can't make more time. Oh. And then someone else added, and you can't make your health either. So let's pay attention this time of year to the time we spend with the people we love and taking care of our health. Because you want to go into next year healthy, strong, positive, and having given the time that you should give, that we need to give to the people we love. Oh, that's really a lovely parade of techniques and a great reminder. I got a kind of a year-end parade of techniques today, too. Um, as you know, we, we at Floyd Wickman team, all the coaches, confer. Like, what's the message that we need to send out this week? And we don't do that every week, but now and then it's time for us to put our heads together and make sure all of our coaching students are getting a similar message. So the message from Friday's call was, it's that time of year to look back on all of your, the appointments that you attended, both yeah. with buyers and with sellers. See who did not do business with you, did not buy, did not sell, and contact them again. And evidently, we said that a year ago. Did yes, you know that, Michael? I did. Well, I didn't remember that, but we have a student that remembered very, very clearly a year ago being told to do that at the beginning of December. Yeah. And he did that. And he said on our call, um, that's who bought and sold from him in February, March, and April of Sweet. this year is all the people he talked to in December of last year. So he had already put that into his business plan because uh, that worked. And what a great way to springboard your 2019 is to go find all those old leads, you know? So I wanted to share that. I thought that was brilliant. What a great validation. Yeah, you know, if you look at a stack, let's call it that. It could be in a digital file. But if you look at a stack of old leads and you don't call them, you don't contact them, but you, you carry that stack with you into the new year, what does that stack represent to you? Nothing more or less than a becoming a prisoner of hope, <laughs> thinking, oh, I'm rich. I've got all these leads. No, you don't. No. What does Floyd say about completing your circles? If psychiatrists could diagram the cause of a nervous breakdown, it'd be incomplete circles. And looking at all those leads that didn't go anywhere, 
that didn't get a resolution. I think it robs you of your attention, your ability to focus on the task of generating new business. So pretend it's like the rotisserie oven. Get them or forget them. Get them to either say yes to meet with you now or yes, they'll meet with you in January or no, we don't ever want to do business with you. That's fine. Yes or no, one way or the other. And I think that's going to let you go into the new year unencumbered with all of that Gee, I bet I got a lot going for me because I'm this. I got this stack of unfinished stuff. Yeah, many of whom we haven't spoken with recently. Yeah. So reminding ourselves that whole clean your desk philosophy this time of year. There's, you know, there's a little yellow sticky note somewhere stuck to the bottom of something that's got a good lead on it. <laughs> so clean your desk. Yeah, I want to go into ask the experts all right. because you know. We've told everybody time to double down on your book of business. You become bulletproof by doing that. Build relationships. Relationships. At the same time, you also supplement your business with the other sources that we use, whether it's just listed, just sold, open house, social media, whatever it happens to be. The two lowest hanging fruits out there to, to expand your book of business is expired listings and for sale by owners. That's right. And so we had asked the expert after asked the expert question about for sale by owners, about prospecting. And and the two biggest challenges were finding the time to do it <clears throat> and finding the motivation to do it. Well, that's a revolutionary brand new idea. <laughs> I've never heard that before. Yeah, and great advice. Because oh, one person said, I've told my assistant, if I don't make calls, I owe you 50 bucks. Ooh. And everyone else said, wait a minute, you got your assistant rooting against you? <laughs> That's not the way to do it. You got to incentivize yourself. Yeah, and so how do you do this? Well, you can do this if you do that. That was one of the pieces of advice. In other words, reward yourself when you do incentivize your assistant to cheer for you instead of against you. You can do this if I do that. Oh. I thought that was smart. You get the afternoon off to go Christmas shopping if I make yeah, my 50 exactly. calls yeah. by then. And take all those for sale by owners that you are scheduled to call, that you've got a stack of leads to call, and create a public chart, a conspicuous oh. public oh. chart. Oh, oh, and Chart them like like the for sale by owner board game. You know, uh -huh. what's your progress and have you contacted them and how far did you and get? Why didn't you call them today? In the pro yeah, right. so everyone can see it. But the, it's the finding the time okay. that got the the best I thought suggestions and advice as to how to smarten yourself up about prospecting. Because the excuse was, or the reason was, so I've got busy. so many commitments okay. outside of real estate, <clears throat> not to mention all the commitments I have in the business okay. already. How do I find the time? And so here were the suggestions, the right. advice, I and wait. I loved all this stuff. Number one, make your calls first before you do anything else. Make that your first order of business every day once your routine is over. Uh, the next one was set yourself a prospecting appointment. Treat prospecting like you would a listing appointment or like you would a buyer appointment or a closing. 
Yeah, you wouldn't show up late. You <clears throat> wouldn't take calls during a listing appointment. Or date night. Yeah. Protect your prospecting time. You don't take calls when you make calls. Aha. This is a habit you've got to start. And, you know, Ogmandino said the difference between successes and everybody else is their discipline and their habits. So how long does it take to form a habit? Floyd says 21 days. And you got to over-practice on the habit. Overdo it. 21 consecutive days. Oh, consecutive. That would be a key. <laughs> you betcha. I'm thinking about prospecting. Yep. <laughs> okay. And... And the old admonition, I love this phrase, there's no such thing as a real estate emergency. Don't let anything interrupt you when you're prospecting. Somebody else said this, there's a reason why you're not doing it. You've got to find that reason and counteract that reason. Because reasons come first and answers come second. Once you find the reason, you can figure out how to uh, trick yourself into prospecting, into making calls. Course 590.10. Someone else said, you got to understand and acknowledge it's a choice you're making. Wow. Life is a choice. Yeah. Right? Uh, someone else said, and I like this a lot, you've overcommitted. So it's time for you to fly up in the air and re-engineer your commitments and learn to say no to some of them. Because some of them are not moving your business forward. They're holding it back. And this was my favorite. You will do it when you make up your mind to do it. So it's a mental game. Make up your mind that this is the year that the expireds and the FISBOs and those, those lead generation techniques and in some cases services I bought this is the year I'm going to actually make them pay off as an investment. Oh, you mean there are people that have bought services but not actually used the service? Yeah. Oh. So here's what I think. If that's the case, just give the money away. <laughs> Every day you don't use that service you bought, take that same amount of money out of your pocket and go give it to somebody. And the more it hurts the more likely you are to be able to make up your mind that I'm going to change my structure and do it. I'm going to change my, my thinking. excuses and do it. I'm going to change my thinking. I'm going to make up my mind, and this is, this is the year that I'm going to make that investment pay off. How about this is the week or the day? Because next year is still next year. This is the year. Yeah, about, make it like one now? day. Make it one day and see if you can go 21 in a row, and then we'll have a habit. Oh, my goodness. I've got an Ask the Experts question. Great. What was it? All right. So the Ask the Experts question was, my number one goal is to get ready for the change in the market that everyone says is coming. The challenge I'm having is... It's too late. It's already happened. I am a listing agent. Oh. And it seems like what's going to happen when everyone's telling me it's going to be a buyer's market, and that means I'm going to have to work with buyers, and I'm going to have to change the way I do my business and work with more buyers next year to hit my goals. If you could give me one piece of advice, what would it be? I love this question because I think there's like a whole lot of agents out there that are thinking the same way. We're seeing everywhere in the media, in the news, everybody's saying the market's shifting, it's not going to be a quick... And our sellers are saying that to us. 
why haven't I had an offer? My house has been on the market for three days and I've only had two showings and no offers. What is wrong? Yes, the market is shifting in many, many places across the country. Oh my God, I can't wait. I know, we got <laughs> such we got such great advice. So one piece of advice said, it's gonna be five more years till there's a buyer's market. One piece of advice says it's gonna occur, but 2020, see, nobody really knows. And so here's the advice. I love when the market shifts because all the competition leaves. All the inept yeah. agents get out. They keep that's, going where the cheese used to be. That's what sets <laughs> us apart. Sell yourself that you are a master salesperson. Talk like you are a master. Think like you are a master. Um, you can only do one day at a time was one piece of advice. So just do today. Don't worry about the future. Um, let's see, what else did they say? Oh, prices are still going up. It's not going to be a buyer's market till the prices stop going up. And I couldn't help but think of business breakthrough when we showed the Godfather video. Oh, yeah. This is the business we have chosen. I didn't ask who gave the order. That's right. And so our market has always changed. It's a buyer's market, then it's a seller's market, then it's a buyer's market. And it's a seller's market. And Floyd taught us, all of us, that no matter what the market is doing, listings are the name of the game. game. So you do not have to change what you are doing. And all this fear and media hype, that doesn't change us Wickman guys. We know listings are the key. So sure, it's a buyer's market. You know what that means? we're going to have to carry a bigger inventory because they're not going to sell overnight with 17 offers. They're going to take longer. So maybe instead of carrying three in your inventory, you'll need to carry seven. Maybe instead of carrying 13 in your inventory, you'll need to carry 30. But you don't need to focus on buyers. You just need to get back to the basics, find more listing leads, and prepare to hold them a little bit longer than what you did before. And I think getting your head in the game like it's supposed to be, Wickman trained agent, master salesperson, is I just uh, a great blessing. You know, I was just thinking as you were giving all that great advice, what if you had all the listings? Roughly what percentage of the closings would you be involved in? All of the closings? Yeah, if I had, that's right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Listings are still the name of the game. They always will be. Yep, they always have been. That's right. So stop fighting that. Embrace it and build your inventory while you're building those relationships. Great question. Thank you, Mary. I had so much fun today. I hope you <laughs> love listening to us. Tell someone about it, would ya? We'd love to increase our listening ship. Uh, share it on social media if you want to. Yeah. We'd love to see that. Talk so, to you next Monday. And happy holidays, everybody. Mm -hmm.